When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the DPHRO and Rothenberg Podcast. Yep. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York. Yep. The ESPN New York app. Yep. Or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN. This is DiPietro and Rothenberg. So we're sitting there, the meeting ends, and all of a sudden there's an eruption of gaseous noise. And I think my reaction was, what the hell was that? And then, of course, he's got this bleep-eating grin on his face, and he's like, oh, that was me. I was adding levity to the meeting. So we might do this event in May, or May 14th, or May 2nd, or design. RJ, did you laugh? That's not the point. <laughs> this is DiPietro and Rothenberg. And then I think there was a follow-up to it as we were walking out. <laughs> yeah, that one was bad. On 98.7 ESPN. You really are fireball, my friend. Thank you. Yeah. Gaseous yesterday. Uh, I was, yeah. That was wild. A little stomach thing. I mean, you know what the funny thing is, RJ? Most people go through life attempting to avoid relieving themselves in, in like a, a public situation because that's it's, it's embarrassment not him he 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 runs in when other people run out is what happens well it makes him dangerous how do you embarrass a guy like that you can't he embarrasses himself and he beats you to it that's right it's I'll like, pretty it's much like do a preemptive strike a yeah yeah although i won't i will not go to the bathroom in public places how, how does that make sense? And, and also, I don't, what, I don't like it. You, you say you won't. What happens if you have to? Well, if I have to, that's a different story. Right. But like, I, it's, it's, I try to it's, time it. sounded it. like he did in his pants in the office I, there. No, but. I didn't. I checked. I didn't. It was good. Was there Solid. a moment of concern? Of, uh, 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 second one. The one as we walked out. Uh-huh. Touch and go. Tim said, from Iceland just sent me a, uh, an email. <laughs> yeah. Very nice. He said, this is Tim from Iceland. And his wife, Winnie, wanted to say thank you for everything you do and making us laugh every morning, whether it's uh, commu- communion to work. He probably means commuting, but who knows? Um, driving around this beautiful country or driving through a whiteout storm, you guys are always there for us. Keep doing what you're doing, but if you could bring back the roast, I'd love that too. I also tweeted you a photo of us listening to you on the app here so you could actually see I'm just not on the couch calling in from Iceland like that fraud Dan from Djibouti. Wow. Best always, Tim. That's a good email. Nice Take email. shots of Dan. Like it. Nice. Uh, all right. Nick's last night. Nothing beautiful. Workmanlike. Loved it. And that's on the heels of me being a little upset in the afternoon yesterday because now I think Indiana has tremendously strengthened themselves and becomes one of those teams that's like, oh, now we got to get by them as well. But as far as the Knicks, good, solid performance, imminently winnable game tonight against Washington. Um, you know, Toronto comes to town over the weekend. This is kind of the easier stretch of their schedule, and this is what you have to do is clean up on these lesser teams. Yeah, first half, listen, I mean, they were getting good looks. They just weren't making shots. They were, what, 5 five of 17 from 3 in the first half. They only had a two-point lead. And then all of a sudden, and you see the big difference in the fourth quarter, too, when you have Jalen Brunson. i got to tell you, man, like it, without him ball in his hands, I, there aren't a lot of, of the New York Knicks that I trust the who, ball who, in Who hands. do you trust? I, that's the Run, problem. Running the offense through who? Uh, you don't really have anyone. McBride? No. No. Randall? Definitely not. DiVincenzo? Huh. 
Eh, right, yeah. okay. But there's no guy that gives no, you the Jaylen same Brunson. confidence as Jalen Brunson. Brunson yeah. is, he makes this team go. And when he's healthy, the starting five is good. The start, starting five is really good. Can you guess what my favorite play of the game was last night? <sighs> there was something that stuck out to me, or stuck out to me as yep. I was watching it. it was something in the second half was, oh, it was, yeah. was a, a three-point, like a follow three. Oh, yeah. It, I, yeah, I don't remember exactly, but it was something in that It was the Hartstein block. Hart gets the ball, pass the... To Julius, yep. Julius no look to OG. Yep, OG puts it in. OG good. I like oh. OG. He's a New York kind of guy. Love it. I remember that. Um, I got to tell you this too. I think I'm in love with Hartenstein. I knew that was going to happen. I, like I, I, yep. I, you know, they brought him Full in. Blown. And it was like I, I think it might be. Like I just I watch him play, and I, I, I just am so taken by his game. He's workmanlike. He'll play 40 minutes if you need. He he doesn't even get to every rebound, but he'll. You know, tap it away. He'll tap, like he hustles. He's back. He's a terrific shot blocker. Like I, I mean, I'll, I'll say this sincerely, and maybe this is a wrong opinion. I don't miss Robinson that much. I got to deal with some dude named Hartenstein. Well, listen. I mean, he told you. He said that he's always thought he was capable of playing this way. He was just never given the opportunity. I never thought this though. Ever. Uh, well, you didn't really get a chance to see this. So now Mitch goes out. He gets this chance. He played over forty minutes last night, and he's played. He's played great. Which also, I mean. At the end of the day, when you start talking about this, what's this big move during the offseason? Right. Does it make Mitch expendable? Available. Yeah. Well, there's you, a lot of people that are thinking that maybe. Well, you, you tell me. He if, hasn't been available. The I, problem if, is he hasn't been available. And he never is, and that's the problem. I mean, when he's when he's right and he's healthy, he's terrific. But I think Hartstein adds more to your team. I mean, Mitchell's a better defensive player. Yes. I, but I think Hartenstein all all around it probably has the more developed basketball game. Probably. And D- but you're also talking about a guy that was playing at a... Before he got hurt, defensive player of the year kind of caliber. I, listen, I like Mitch Robinson. I'm not saying anything negative. I'm just saying like I've seen such a growth and, and such a, an expansion in the game of Hartenstein. And I feel bad for him, but I guess this is what happens, though, man, is that when you get hurt, trust me, I've been through it, is you give other players the opportunity to, to do your job, and Hartenstein stepped up. Maybe it's a blessing in disguise. Maybe. If, if you can now use Robinson and then and, – well, let me ask you this. Who, m- moving forward, what guy moves the needle for you more as your starting center? Taking everything into well, I think account. you probably get. I think you probably whew, the way he's played. Um, I would probably say Hartenstein just because he's. I'm not. I'm not concerned injury wise. Injury wise, right? And I am with with Mitch. Well, you have to be. But Mitch has a pretty favorable contract. It's not a bad deal. Somebody's going to look at that and say, no. you know what, to bring that right. into my team, get this kind of defense for sure. Doesn't I, need the ball. I mean, look at what this this team you've put together. And again, I think we need to give a lot of credit to Leon Rose here. Right, I mean, you, you, you bring in Brunson for nothing. You bring in Hartenstein for nothing. I mean, these are these are really terrific moves that have right. buoyed you to be where Trade you are right now. Traded for Josh Hart, yep. and trade a ton for him, right? No, it, listen, it feel it, it feels like the team is being built the right way. Rocky start first year moves made didn't work, didn't right. fit right. And now I think he's got a pretty good idea what what Tibbs is looking for, and you add the appropriate pieces, and now it's. You know, what's next? What can we do next? So, talking about what can we do next, and the phone lines are open for the next people, 1-800-919-3776. We are halfway through the season. They're 24-17. and 17. They're currently two games in the loss behind Cleveland, who's 24-15 and 15 at the four, and tied with Miami, who's in the six, and Indiana's half a game back of that at the seven. So, it's all really congealed there in that, like, four to eight range. Sounds like Terry Rozier wants to be a... Well, so... If, if you would allow Sorry. me to go in the direction... I can't I, help that I think what you think. It's not thinking. I, I have I have news and notes and nuggets right, on my sorry. screen. I was going to bring it to your attention because you let the cat out of the bag so quickly and so early. Now he's ruined it. RJ, you want to just carry the rest of the segment? 
I won't read so much. I'll pretend like I just won't even pay attention to anything. Well, no, how about I say I have I have some scenarios for you, and because you're premature, and it's not the first time that you, you, you're jumping away here with this, oh, how about this? I heard I heard you know, <laughs> Terry Rozier. RJ, why don't you carry this? I don't think that's the answer. What's the answer? I what think, is the what is the answer? I think we need to hear your scenarios. Okay, ready? I'm ready for some nuggets. Okay. Let's go. The Knicks have been linked to. I'm going to give you some names. Okay. Okay. You could take, jot them down. Give me, yep. give me your take well, let me on jot them. Down. Okay. Which guys move the needle for you the most? Ready? I got one, two, three, four separate names here. And this is according to Christian Winfield of the New York Daily News. Can I guess the names? Sure. Terry Rozier. That's one. That's one. Mm-hmm. Colin Sexton. Nope. He's not on that list? Uh, he, he may be on a separate list. He may be... Jordan some, Clarkson. Nope. I love the different list. All right, give me more names. Okay. Uh, DeJounte Murray. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, I like this one a lot. Malcolm Brogdon. Okay. And I'll give you the uh, the hint of something you've said numerous times. The laziest name in all of basketball. Oh, Bogdan. Yeah. Now, RJ has Bojan. I know there's <laughs> many many Bogdanoviches. That's who, that's who we're talking about, though, right? We're talking about... No, there's another. There's another one. <laughs> so there's wait. another Bogdanovich. How many Bogdanoviches? I think are there? there's two. And there's right, the, RJ. There's two. There's one. There's on another the one. And there's the famous director Peter Bogdanovich. But I don't think. That's uh, yeah, the that's not what they're talking about. There's Bogdan and Bojan. And Bojan. So we're talking about Bojan. Bojan. Right, which one? I is, saw a list with Bojan. They're, they're not related, though. No. How, how is that possible? One is Serbian. One is Croatian. So which 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 is which? Being serious, like I'm not even messing the around. The one with the lazy name is in Atlanta. He's a great shooter. Yes. Bojan also a great shooter. Um, that's a good question. I don't, I don't really know if he's as good a shooter. Why don't you look it up? I'm looking up Bojan. Where's Bojan playing? So he's with the Jazz right now. Yes. So this kind of threw me. He's, of course, he's, yeah. He's, just it threw it threw everybody. He's older. He's 34 years old. Yep. Uh, maybe he's in Detroit at the moment. This is Bojan. Bojan. Check on Bojan's. Uh, he's averaging 20, 20 points a game though. Yeah. On forty-seven percent shooting, uh, almost forty-one percent from three. So he certainly would add that element. He's in Detroit. You're right, and he has no reason to stay in Detroit because they are as irrelevant as. Uh, They're having a good year. Like, what do they have? Three wins, four <laughs> years, four wins. <laughs> he can score the basketball. That's what they need. They need someone that can stand outside and shoot too, um, and a backup point guard. Yeah, well, I mean, they could use someone that can handle the basketball a little bit. So what are you asking me? Which, which entices me the most here? Yeah. Now that we've established it's, it's Bojan and not Bogdan. I would say uh, number one on the list would be Murray. I like Brogdon. I think for me, Murray would be number one. Okay. And I was listening to some, I actually, for some reason, I don't know how I fell into it, but I was listening to an interview with Murray and he was like, just bas- it's all he does is basketball. Like he's, oh, he's, all, he's a basketball lifer. He's all set with all the, uh, the extra stuff. You love that, don't you? He just wants basketball. I how, love that. How could you not love that? Rogier sounds like he wants to be in Miami. What's today's date? Today's the 18th? Today's the 18th. So three weeks from today is the trade deadline. Yep. So you got number one Brogdon on your list. I like Brogdon. To, to be honest with you, I'd have to like do a little research more on, on each separate guy because I think each brings something to the table. But like you mentioned earlier, I do have a, a real concern about backup point guard. Right. And I points think, off the bench. And I mean, Brogdon, that's the problem. Brogdon's a really good defensive player. Yeah. He, he's would, a, he's fit, a, he would fit what you're doing he's here. He's a big guard. And get to the rim. I, li- I like his game a I lot. I think Murray's probably the best all around player. Best all-around player. Probably have to give up the most for Murray well, also, though. Yeah, but I mean, is he a part of of the future? Of your future moving forward. It's a great question. I mean, you need, listen, you could probably use some more size. I think definitively you need more right. size. Right. I don't know what, I mean, it's, I guess, 
I mean, there's a chance that Mitch does does get back. Who knows? Well, they would give count him the the, uh, the salary exemption because the they, salary they exemption. said that he's going. They expect there's a chance to he come could come back. back right. Yeah. Well, I don't know what. And then at, at that point, though, like, what is he? What shape is he in? How, How does that work? To get? By the way, do they have like an independent doctor? Yeah. that examines him and says, "No, I no imagine, no. yeah, we think he can come back. Thus, we won't give you that whatever it is eight eight nine million dollars, right? It was seven point eight million or right. something like that, right? Yeah, I think they would have to." Mm-hmm. Like an independent doctor, I'm not going to take the Knicks doctor's right. word no, for it. No, no, he's not no. coming back. Doctor Scott says after the year. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, you won't see him again this season. Give him the eight million bucks. <laughs> so I mean, I do think you address that, and then I would also say, I mean, you definitely lost an important piece with with IQ. Big you piece. Did. Big piece. Because so, again, you don't, and it's not that you don't have decent shooting. Because Grimes is a good shooter. I like his game, but you don't have the ball. Grimes handler. is not as consistent as. No, he's not an offensive he's not player. A ball, he's not a ball handler. He's a one. He's a good defensive player, and he's a one-dimensional he's offensive a player. Shooter. That's all he is. Gets. I'll tell you what, though. He gets rid of the basketball quickly. He does. Very yeah, listen, quickly. I like him. Yeah, yeah. I had high hopes for him this season. He had a chance in the starting lineup. Didn't really work out. He's coming off the bench now. Because you do need, I mean, you need bench scoring. I mean, last night you got scoring from him, and you got scoring from Hart off the bench. That's it. Right. Well, the Knicks bench has taken a real hit since they made this trade. Yeah. But when you have, I mean, the starting five healthy... And Jalen and and Julius give you thirty apiece. And Di Vincenzo's another guy they got for for nothing. Yep. I mean, look at the free agent signings that that, that Leon Rose has gotten done. Right, Hardenstein Steele, Brunson, maybe the greatest free agent signing in the history of the franchise. And Di Vincenzo, those are three big time signings. Big time signings, yeah. Well, I mean, then they fit exactly what you're trying to do. You're trying to accumulate as many Villanova players as possible now. Yeah, it's almost like the reunite uh, the, the, uh, the Eagles with Georgia, right? <laughs> reunite the championship team. Whatever. That's fine. I mean, it fits exactly what they're trying to do. What I think it's pretty, I mean, it's pretty clear that Jalen Brunson is the the like, team the, catalyst. The team will go as far as Jalen Brunson will take them. That would be my kind of overall analysis of the Knicks. Yeah, but I also think you. I mean, you get it's like when things start going sideways too. And like the end of the third quarter, the offense was brutal. Like the end of the third quarter was not. Was not a great finish to that quarter offensively. Right, and then as soon as he gets, you know, get him back in the game, he's got the ball in his hands. I mean, it just makes everything so it much easier everything. for everybody. Uh, it sure does. Let's go to uh, some of the calls. They're lining up now. One 3776 Marco Brooklyn. Hey, Marco, you're on ninety eight seven. Hey, what's up, fellas? Yeah, I kind of want to echo what you said, David, about Brogdon. I think he'd be a good uh, a good pickup. He actually beat quickly out for the sixth man of the year last year. Uh, I think he's averaging like fifteen points a game, shooting like forty percent from the three points. So, just to have a good backup ball handler, I think would be good. For the he, he's an experienced player. If he plays fifteen minutes, he's fine. If he plays thirty-five minutes, he's fine. Like he, he's a pro's pro. I like Brogdon a lot. Yeah, I like him too. I mean, right. I, listen, I would, I would have no problem bringing him in. Well, I got to be honest with you. Once I determine which Bogdanovich we we're even talking about, I'm not opposed to any of these guys. Like they're all somewhat appealing in a different way. Well, in a different way, though, it, it depends on really what you're trying to. You're looking to upgrade. I mean that's that's really what the what the goal here is. I mean Brogdon is averaging 15 with five assists on 43 percent shooting. Yeah, well, that's, he's shooting 41 percent from three. Right. Be a nice addition. Like to I just team. think I mean it, it, there's a there's a real drop off when when um, Brunson's out. Yeah, when Jalen Brunson. <laughs> what, what happened there? Exactly? I just vegged out for a second. When yeah. Jalen Brunson doesn't have the ball in his hands, there's a big. Huge. I have a problem. He's yeah. the best player on the team, and when yeah. he's not on the floor, there's a noticeable drop-off. Right, like him, him running the offense is it's noticeable. what we want. Exactly that. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. 
You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. I think they're listening to me. They're everywhere. Dave. I know you're here. Catch the show on demand wherever and whenever you want. Woohoo! Over here! Just subscribe to us, rate us, and review us wherever you get your podcasts. I'm not even exaggerating. I don't know that I can read it on air because for some reason... Raymond's response, I thought, was like the the greatest response I've ever seen. He had a, a four-pack of responses. I'm sitting there with Alex. We're watching North Carolina Louisville last night, and I burst into tears. So I sent this article. I think it was from Bleacher Report, but everybody had it. That the, <laughs> the Blazers sent people to help DeAndre Ayton try to get to the game last night. He couldn't get to the game. It was sheets of ice, yeah. It was sheets of ice around his neighborhood. <laughs> and the attempt to get him was unsuccessful. Yeah, and then Raymond's responses. I don't know why it was the mood I was in or something. Were so hilariously comical to me. He goes, "What do you mean they couldn't help him out of sheets, sheets of ice?" <laughs> said, it, it reads like he was frozen, <laughs> like a caveman. I thought he was dead for a second. <laughs> I don't know why, but I, I, I was sitting in my in my living room hysterically laughing. What a weird story that is, though. It is a weird story. It is. I don't. I don't understand how they couldn't. The, the help that they sent couldn't get him out of the house into like the what, game. But what, what does he live in? Like some kind I mean, of the neighborhood was just so icy. Sure, I don't know. Like certain places just don't hand, like they don't handle it well. Is he up up a hill that it's just like you remember? In, was it Atlanta when they got some they got some snow and ice in Atlanta and like the whole city had to shut down? Sure, remember it's happened with Dallas too. I couldn't think go the anywhere. Super Bowl and you couldn't get anywhere. Raymond, so you know this is that he doesn't he doesn't like the cold the cold plunge. So what he does is he wraps himself in sheets of ice. It's the new uh, it's the new therapy. Oh, I see. Okay, couldn't get makes out of it. Makes all the sense. Couldn't in the get world. out of it. But How, I'm, was was I was I crazy for having that response? Because <laughs> no, I mean, like sheets of ice. Like, well, what? <laughs> I'm like I'm like waiting in the tunnel for for the next for the next game to end so we get the walk off interview. And I see these texts. I'm like, what the hell happened to DeAndre Ayton? So you thought something like tragic happened to DeAndre Ayton when you first, first saw it? At first glance, because because you you know you get the preview in the chat of of what the tweet is, right? It, and so I see Blazers sent people to help him out of sheets of ice. And like, but we're unsuccessful. It's like, oh my God, is is he all right? 
like, so, so they thought I, it was like mummified in, yeah. in sheets of ice. He was frozen outside. So, so then I clicked on the link and I saw the rest of it. I was like, oh my God. But if I said like, to you, and you didn't know anything about the story, and I just gave you these clues, what player couldn't get to the game because he was frozen up on his driveway with sheets of ice that wouldn't allow him to leave the neighborhood, you would probably guess within your first couple, DeAndre Ayton. Like it just that that just feels like a DeAndre Ayton story, doesn't it? Uh yeah, may, maybe. Maybe. Don't you don't you have to how, like, how a do ben, you, like a Ben Simmons story? Yeah. Yes. But how do you face your team today? They they well, What's he supposed to do? I don't know. Well I if mean, they they sent help sled down the hill. Well but the, the help can't get him. Uh, it's just it's how icy was it? I'm assuming, but but it's not like he lives in a, a city that's that's prone to ice that the other guys that attended the game don't live in. Everyone lives in the same city. I, I don't know. I don't know what neighborhood he lives in. I don't know. He must live up on a hill that you just couldn't get to. <laughs> Maybe right? that could be it. Well, you would think like it's not like he independently just is like, hey guys, too icy, can't come. They actually sent people to go get him. Can you and imagine do it. having a job where it's like I can't get from A to B? Don't worry, we'll send people to get yeah, you. Yeah, we'll send help. Yeah, I could see that happening. You know what happens if I can't get out of my driveway because no it's too cares. icy? I would, come, I would come get you. I think you would. I would. Solely to save yourself. No, to save the show. Right, which is directly pointed at you. Well, which is why they would go get DeAndre Ayton. Right. And they won anyway. No, we had a game like that where it was, like, there was no chance we were playing this game. It's like It was like a blizzard, and we're all like, game's going to get canceled. There's no chance. We find out the team that we were playing, I, think it was, I want to say it was the Blackhawks, had already flown in. So they, they, they were in town. Oh, was this the game that, like, 11 people showed up for or goes, something? No, Milbury goes, we're playing the game. Because we're going to beat this team. We're going to end our losing streak. Right. We're playing. And you lost. No, we won. Okay. Barely could get there. Like, you could barely get there. Like, roads are shut down. Like, when I left the game, we I got it to Northern. You know, like, uh, as you get on uh, Northern... Uh, Community Drive? No, Northern to get to that Glen Cove Road exit. Sure. People are on the side of the road having snowball fights. Mm-hmm. Roads shut down. Owner comes in. Charles comes in and goes, fellas, just so you know... It's cost me two hundred fifty thousand dollars to play this game. You better win, and you did. <laughs> we won, but there was oh, like nice. It was like midway through the first period. Anyone that's uh, sitting up in the upper upper level, come please, on down, come down. Plenty of seats. That's cool. Though. No one. Would you say there were less than five hundred people at the game? Mm, probably closer to maybe a maybe a thousand, but in that game, it just empty. But still, it's like it was. You know how dangerous it was. Terribly when you came dangerous. out of that place. Terribly dangerous. I know we'll play. You guys are fine. <laughs> Couldn't get to the game. Couldn't get to the game. So if, if players can't get to the game, shouldn't they, in theory, have probably postponed the game? Well, Buffalo, I mean, Buffalo they postponed, postponed the game last night. Is it still snowing there? Probably. Yeah, but I think just certain places, I mean, deal with it better. Like you heard RJ the other day, like we're all, like you're complaining about how the roads were, and are just like, the roads are fine. Right. No big deal. Right. I mean, listen, when I lived in Raleigh, there'd be, like, you know, a, a coating of snow. The city would shut down. RJ, this is his Raleigh. This is nothing for him. I would say it's probably a hill, if I had to guess. But you couldn't find well, a way he, down the hill? Well, maybe just, what you're saying is he gets himself down the hill. Get yourself down the hill, and then the cars are waiting for you, and they, they <laughs> get Snow, you over to the snowmobile, whatever it's, it is. I don't know. It's just weird. Uh, it's, it, it's, it a was, weir- it's a well, weird Well, it was weird that, our, that, that Santi thought he was dick dead. <laughs> he was wrapped in sheets of His reaction had me... I mean, I, I think you should have seen me. You would have lost it watching me react to Raymond. You imagine, you imagine Raymond reads this... And he doesn't like, he just doesn't click on it, but he just reads it. And he said, like, the walk off interviews, like Jalen Brunson or something. Yeah, he's like, DeAndre, 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 sheets of ice, dead. Yeah, DeAndre, dead. (laughs) 
What'd you think about the fourth quarter? Yeah, yeah twelve in the fourth quarter. How'd you, how'd you guys close it out? <laughs> Good to have you back. Wait a minute, DeAndre Ayton didn't make it. Oh, Raymond, no. you could you could spread news wildfire through NBA circles if you did something like that in the post game. That, that, that's that's why I, I wanted to see what was going on there. I was very confused there for a second. I mean, there's a lot going on. So would you had something like tragic happen or like enormous happened, and you're talking to Jalen Brunson getting ready for the post game hit? Would you have said, by the way, Jalen? This is what happened in the NBA? I wouldn't have said it before a post-game hit, if at all. How about after? Like, he finishes with... Who did the game know. last night? I don't know. It depends. Uh, you Allen play, did play, it. Allen and John Giannone. Nice. So you, you may not have. I probably wouldn't have, no. I, would, I think I told you the story. And you can stop me. Get annoyed at me. When my parents were in um, on vacation, 1991, San Francisco. Um, so, AIDS. Biggest story in the uh, world yep. at the time. Yep. Right? Huge story, Magic Johnson AIDS. You killed, yeah, you killed no, Magic. No, no. Well, years later, I yeah, killed him, but, yeah. But the AIDS did not do that um, in 91. So the story comes out, and it's like literally the biggest story in the world. And this is pre-internet. There's, I don't think cell phone exists. I, I learn of the story, and my immediate reaction is, I have to call my dad. I have to get in touch with my dad and talk to him about this. So I'm 18 years old. This is a, this is a funny, this is a weird story. Like this really shows how kind of broken I am, I guess. And the, the woman that answered the phone at the hotel, she's like, you know, this thing is something like Fairmont Hotel. How can I help you? I was like, yes. Can I speak with the Rothenbergs, please? I'm sorry. I'm looking. They're not in their room. Okay, great. Can you do me a favor? Write this down. Magic Johnson has AIDS. <laughs> totally concerned from David. And the woman's like, what? <laughs> I was like, yes. I, I was like, tell my dad, please. Magic Johnson has AIDS. And remember, like back in the, that's a death sentence. Like, so my thought is Magic Johnson's going to die. This is awful. Can't get over it. Please call me back. And my, my mom will tell the story now. She, they, they, you know, shopping and they walk back to the hotel and they walk in and it's like, excuse me, Mr. <laughs> and Mrs. Rothenberg, yes, uh, your son called Magic Johnson has AIDS. And uh, he's very concerned. The prognosis is so not much. great. That explains so much. And, and then who would have any idea right. that yeah. Magic was going to die? You've been waiting. You've been waiting to say it for thirty years. No, it's just it was my initial thought. But isn't that bizarre that I, I was like I have to get in touch? That you with my felt dad. the need to like yeah, to, and then leave a message. Yeah, right. With like the hotel operator. Right. Yeah, I think it, it's all. I mean, all lumped into the whole like like you have, that's, real, you have real issues. I think some of the things you say like I'm so weird and I'm non-functional. I think some of that is overblown. I think this story would be like if we ever went to trial and you were trying to convince just this a, story? Jur- a jury you, you of how just broken one? I am, you'd be, like, you'd be like, listen, ladies, ladies and gentlemen of the jury, here, exhibit A. They're no, like, it'd oh, probably yeah. be, I'd probably put this in the closing arguments after I played all the other stuff. Right, and and then, and your, then your honor, cross-country call, parents out, walking back to the hotel, message reads, quote, magic has AIDS, yep. call me back. Very concerned. Yeah, very concerned. Um... You know what it is. It's ESPN New York Superbox Bonanza 5. This year, each qualifier will take home a $25 Fanatics gift card and have a chance at one of 10 Superbox prizes, including a big screen TV, Nintendo Switch, MetaQuest, and so much more. If your caller number, what caller works for you? Ooh, let's go with caller number four. Nine. Nine. Adam Graves? Uh, no, I just like nine. Okay. Yeah. Uh, be caller nine right now, 888-987-ESPN, to select the box for the big game with a chance to win 500 bucks in the first and third quarters, $1,000 at halftime, and a final score payout of 2000 full dollars, all brought to you by Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. 
For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. Looking for more access to the show? Why? Because you know why. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at DR on ESPN. I'm sure a pack of wolves could take down a bear. Now that They were giving the bear a, a run for his money. I mean, how many wolves are we talking about? Good six or seven of them. I mean, this goes back to RJ's master question when he started the station. But like this, this isn't a black bear. Like this is a grizzly bear. It's a still, grizzly bear, but like, still, but but even a bear can only fight off so so many assailants. And, 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 and that's what it was. Every every time he turned his back, like there there was another they wolf attack. They took a chunk behind. out of him. Like, they took yeah, a chunk was, out of him. Right. It was it was actually incredible footage. So was there a result to this? Not that I saw in that video. So it stopped at some point. Soon. Yeah, it was like shot from a drone. So I'm guessing that it didn't end too well for the bear. Really? So you think the bear went down? The bear the bear was panicked. The bear, Did the you bear have a, a rooting well. interest in the battle? I can't say that I had a rooting interest, but, uh, it, but it's it's something to see nature at work. I'll tell you what, man. If you ever watch some of these, like, you know, nature documentaries or, like, battles of the wild, they are very entertaining. Yeah, there's something about it, savage though it may be. Oh, it's it's terrible. I mean, one, one well, the wolves or coyotes, you said? Wolves. One, one wolf, not going to make any dent in the bear. No, but a, not but at a, all. But a pack mm-hmm. is where it becomes very troublesome. Uh, RJ, I got, can I be honest with you? Sure. Did you notice, by the way, that during the meeting yesterday, the phrase den of honesty by other than me was brought into play? Not only was it brought up by someone other than you, it was mm-hmm. used against you. Right. In in a way I didn't think it was all that nice. It definitely wasn't nice. It was, it, you were, you're usually the one that invites someone into the den. Right. You were invited into the den as if to... As if it was an olive, uh, as if it were an olive branch. It was inappropriate, and then you were beaten with the olive branch. That's right, and it felt, it felt wrong, and I don't know who that person is that they think they can just use the den of honesty. Can I bring you into the den of honesty? It's my den. What do you mean? Can you bring me into my den of honesty? It's it's my den. But here's what I wanted to say. I don't know that you've been at your A game today. Why you say that? I don't know. I feel like you're maybe a, a tad disengaged. I don't know if Antonio has something going on at home or the Yeti mug is still getting in your way, but I feel like, not that you've been bad, but you're not your typical elite status today. That's all I'd say. Huh. Well, what can I do to regain that status? I don't know. Rick might disagree. Do you disagree? Well, coming from the guy who just sabotaged us with his list. Well, you he mean? didn't even know what Bogdanovich it was. You didn't know Boyan Bogdanovich yeah. was a person. It's right. Boyan? That's what I'm going with. <laughs> The, the, the guy from the Pistons, not the guy from the Hawks. The right. guy from the Pistons, right? The guy sim- from the similar Hawks. games, though, right? Like just guy good from shooters. The Haw- guy from the Hawks is the one with the lazy name. This, this is this is not exactly creative here. Well, what do you mean? This one is Boyan or well, Bojan, different than Bogdan. Not not very much. Like one letter different. Well, at least it's different. At least it's different. These are these are the creative Bogdanoviches, oh, right? Um, so, RJ, do you disagree with my my take that maybe you're not on your A game today? I feel on my game. Okay. But if there's something I can do to, to correct that, then please I don't know. let me know. Well, Rick, am I wrong? or do I you... think the bagel weighed him down, mm. if you want me to be honest. Okay. You think I shouldn't have brought the bagel? No, I think you with the bagel, instant energy. Right. Him, not used to eating. Maybe a banana. A little too heavy. Maybe so. 
Uh, all right, so so let's get into the Knicks and kind of do an overview of where we are. Ready? Eastern Conference tour halfway through. Uh, Celtics running away, thirty-two and nine. Milwaukee still undefeated at home. It's unbelievable. What are they like twenty and own at home? Uh they are eighteen. Uh, they are I think twenty. No. Twenty. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Milwaukee twenty-eight and thirteen. Now Philly's right there, twenty-six and thirteen. Cleveland with them. You see what Cleveland did to Milwaukee last night? I did. They, they dismantled. Them. Embiid's a monster, by the way. Monster. Uh, Cleveland twenty-four and fifteen. Nixon Heat both sitting here at twenty-four and seventeen. Indiana twenty-three and seventeen. Orlando twenty-two and nineteen. And then from there on, it it falls off. So I don't know if you consider realistically Orlando a threat to catch the Knicks. I'd say probably not. But Indiana's a real dangerous team after that trade yesterday. They just got better, yeah. Real dangerous team. Yep. Uh, Miles Turner, Halliburton when he's healthy, and Siakam is a legitimate three going up against any team. Yeah. Legitimate three. Well, this is what you do, though. I mean, once uh, once Halliburton emerges as a legitimate stud, you go all in. Right. Right. It's a good move for them. Well, I think it's a really good for move them. for them. Uh, what, what is Siakam like? 30, maybe? Maybe? I would have to check. Yeah, I don't yeah, think he's... Yeah, he's certainly not old. They made so. it pretty clear that they weren't going to they weren't gonna pay him what he was looking for in Toronto. R just says 29. Yeah, right there, so, 30. Yeah, right there. So, all right, so w- walk me through it. Boston, Milwaukee, different, I think, different echelon. Are the Knicks there with Philadelphia? Are they, they're there with I Cleveland. think they can be. So so where are the Knicks? Like when, I mean, we're halfway through. You're 24 and 17. You're the five spot right now. You're 12 and 5 at home, 12 and 12 on the road. You tell me. What what do you how do you expect this thing to play out? I know they're going to make a trade. I don't know if it's going to be a monumental trade, but I'm, they need I know bench help. Something they need bench help. So what? And what I'd are like you see them get a little bit bigger? Let, let's take the temperature especially where we, we are. Look the at the, right now, especially when you look at the teams that you're going to have to go against. So what do you think? Um, I think that are we, what are we talking like? Yeah, how they finish the season, or what? I feel like if this was a playoff series, um, both. But where do you think the Knicks finish this regular season? I think like we talked about the start of the season. I think they're somewhere between three and five. I think they're better than Cleveland. Okay. Um, I'd like to see what Indiana looks like now with the addition of Pascal Siakam. When is Halliburton back? Well, it was, I mean, what is he, day-to-day with the... Yeah. Cause it, it was, like it was it initially, be, they thought it was bad. It looked severe, yeah. and then they carried him off, and then they said only about two weeks. So he should be on, on the verge, I would think, of returning soon. I think we're right there at the top of that second tier, right okay. behind Boston Milwaukee. So, so three is in play. Not even that they'll get three, because they are four games in the loss behind Philadelphia, but three is in play as far as competing with those teams in a playoff series. Yeah, I think your starting five is pretty damn good. And on top of that, it's much better than it was now defensively. I think, correct me if I'm wrong, Santiago. I think I heard the stat last night. That was the 12th time this season that they've held opponents under 100 points. Uh, it is a lot of times. I think I it's 12 times. I think last much. season yeah. they did it, what, 11 times? So they're a better defensive and, team and, right now. And, they, and they've got a ton of them since OG showed up. There was, a, there was a stretch last night where OG dominated defensively. I, the center, he's the guy that was there for like five years. He did nothing, and now he comes comes here. All of a sudden, he's a good player. The you know on Houston, what's the kid's name? The starting center on Houston last night. The starting center, yeah, Sangoon? yeah, Sangoon? yeah. yeah. So there was a so he was defending him in the low block, and he's trying to make moves over and over and over, and it's like OG just won't fall for it. Then he strips it away, gets the ball, Knicks come down and score. They come back the other way. He he deflects it away again. Like it, it was it was he was a difference maker last night. So you can see what he brings to this team defensively. Yeah, and the versatility. That he brings defensively, and that's why I mean that's why he went and made the move that you made. Listen, RJ had a nice night in, with in Toronto, so good for him too. But I think that's that's the thing I think that excites me about about this team now. And they need listen, they need they need to add something here to try to get you know the best out of this group. But I mean, you're telling me all of a sudden you're in a series now where you name the player and we need to slow him down at the very least, slow him down. You got someone Donovan Mitchell. 
You got so, someone capable I, of doing it. I got OG to do it. Jimmy Butler. I got OG to do it. These are the teams you talk about facing in the first round. Hey, you're talking about Ray just did it. So it's 12 this season. Teams they've held under 100 points. Mm-hmm. Five since they got OG. Which is, not, I mean, three weeks. Yeah, I think they just played, what, nine games? Well, his first game was New Year's Day, wasn't it? I think they were, what, seven and two with OG? Right. So that's, I mean, it's a big difference. But here's the thing. I don't think you can sit here and tell me the Knicks are going to the second round. I think you could say they, they could. But look, your first round matchup is going to be Philly, Cleveland, Miami, or Indiana. That's that's not easy sledding. No, but it's not going to be easy. I mean, no one said it was going to be easy. Like, look at how jumbled up the East is right now. I mean, the question is, do you feel like the Knicks right now are better than Cleveland or better than Miami or better than Orlando? I tell you, Orlando, yes. Like, definitively, yes, better okay. than Orlando. Better you than just Miami? Lost Orlando. I, I get it, but I listen, you had overall seven-game series, yep. so I think the overall 82 games, yes, I think the Knicks are better than Orlando. And I don't even think it's all that close. I think Boncaro's a terrific player, but I think they're much better than them. Indiana? I don't know. I, I don't know. Miami? I thought so going to the series last year, and they got really uh, completely outcoached and outplayed. Well, I also have, I mean, Julius Randle was banged up. Eventually, Brunson got nicked up. Cleveland? I, I think they're better than Cleveland. Yeah, I think they're better than Cleveland. Um, so yeah, I think I think the Knicks are a top four team in the Eastern Conference, but get a top four seed in the Eastern Conference. Like I don't want to finish six, which is which is possible and face Philly in a best of seven. No, you want to. That's what the whole point of the regular season is: is give yourself the best opportunity to have success in the postseason, and that means you know try try not to see Philly in the first round. Why make it harder on yourself than it has to be? You know, Anarja just said this. I want to give him the credit for it, and I think he's right. The regular season for Miami is. It's, you know, it's a palette. It, they'll go through it and they'll finish six or seven or five or whatever. The regular season for the Knicks matters. It does. It matter Like, that game last night mattered. The Knicks can't afford to get the seven. Miami can afford to get the seven. The Knicks cannot afford that. The Knicks need to be as good as they can in the regular season over 82 games. Well, the Knicks don't have the kind of tru- uh, the the proven track record that That's Miami right. does. That's right. I mean, Miami went to the finals last year. Miami right. went there's to the a, finals in the bubble. There's a comfort for them. Right. And, and Jimmy Butler has this different level he takes his game to in the postseason. And I think most people would agree that that the coach and, and player combination in Miami just in, in a big moment is better than what the Knicks can confirm they have right now. Not that the Knicks can't well, get I there. I think the Knicks are trying to be what the Miami Heat are. I think everybody's trying to be what the Miami well, Heat are. Well, no. I think, I mean, there are teams that have, yeah, I guess the culture, but I mean, there are teams that have like legit superstars. I don't know how you view Jimmy Butler. Is he a superstar to you? In the playoffs, he is. In the playoffs, he is. Yeah. But that's a team that, I mean, plays hard, is really good defensively, he's got a great head coach. That's what, I mean, what's kind of what the Knicks are trying to be. Knicks have all-star players. They don't have superstar players. But because they play they play hard defensively, they're well-coached, and they have a team that's actually put together well, they're able to have success. Knicks don't make it to the second round of the playoffs. They failed this season. Yeah, I would be disappointed. Yeah. So it's it's you got to equate what you did last year. Yeah, well, I think it depends on the matchup, too. When I mean, you finish in the sixth, the sixth spot, I mean, you'd be pissed that you put yourself in that spot. Sure. And then you lose a seven-game series to Philly, and it's because Embiid just goes off. Happens, right? All right. Well, Embiid's what you want. Right. I mean, that's the guy that you would point to and say that would be the guy that... But the thing that worries me a little bit is this, like, I don't see a soft landing spot in round one. Like, last year, you got by Cleveland, and... and yeah, but you really weren't supposed to make it. I mean, it's because your bigs dominated their bigs. But my point is, Boston is clearly brutal. Milwaukee is brutal. Philly is really tough. Cleveland's not easy. Miami is no. You would want as much. Listen, when you I play don't those, want Miami in the first round. No, no. You'd want when you're playing Boston and Milwaukee. You would want as much wear and tear as humanly possible when you play them. 
like with the chance. Like you don't want to go into a series against Milwaukee and Boston in the first round and have them fully fully healthy. Right? Like I mean, of course not. Ready for the playoffs, fully healthy. You want them to play a hard fought first round series and if they play, you know, if it's Milwaukee in the second round, that whoever they played in the first round made them feel it. I'm going to tell you this right now, and it could change as we move towards the postseason. We're only halfway through. I'll take Cleveland again. That's it. That give me, give me Cleveland. I don't. I don't want Miami. Indiana scares me. I don't know that Orlando is, re- is realistic to play. Well, see, the first Miami round. doesn't. I don't think that Miami necessarily scares me. Yeah, they scare me. Yeah, I don't think I'm scared. Like you actually have a guy now. Like I mean, OG is a guy that I mean, if you need to slow Jimmy Butler down, you got a guy that can do it. Sure. I just need to make sure that I get the best. Like I know that I'm pretty confident Jalen Brunson is going to be. Really good, mm-hmm. and you trust Randall in the playoffs. Well, that that would be the one that I would probably point to. And then what do you have off the bench? I mean, we're still a work in progress, I guess, right? Right. What What's one team that you I mean, of that ilk of the Cleveland, Miami, Indiana that you don't want to see in the first round? It's probably Miami, just uh-huh. because of past experience, like. That you know they're going to be ready to play, and they're going to play a brand of basketball that that you better be ready for. That's that's and and again, they're the team that knocked the Knicks out. So and they've been doing it forever. Yep. Forever. Yeah, I, I understand too. They expl- I mean, he, he culture is just not a fun saying. Like no. it's an actual thing. Right. Good defensively, could struggle. I mean, could give us problems offense. They did last year. That, that's the team. It's them. Yeah, I'll I'll take Cleveland. I like your matchup against Cleveland. Yeah, well, I think we all would take Cleveland, but I mean, they, all these are all good teams. That's the problem. What did you? What have you learned? Like what did what did Tibbs learn after playing Milwaukee, playing Miami in that series last year? Had to have learned something. I would hope so. Thing is, do you have the uh, do you have the advantage at head coach when you go up against Miami? Probably not. Being, no, I would being say healthy, no. Being healthy would probably help. Right, you that too. would like, help. Ju- Ju- Julius Randle having a functioning ankle would probably go a long way. I, I I know that that we we came down on Julius for the performance of, in that series and the one against Atlanta, but you know the the guy was playing banged up, like more than banged up. It was it was a bad place, and you know what was going on with Jalen Brunson. So health would go a long way. Would be nice. Um, some news from Schefter. This is probably going to rub some salt in your wounds, but I'll tell you anyway. Uh, Dalvin Cook has been signed to the Ravens' fifty-three man roster and will play Saturday against the Texans. No salt. Why, would that, why yeah. would that rub salt? Because uh, he wants to be a bad guy. No that's, no, that's not why. Because I think would think a Jets fan would have some bad feelings towards Dalvin no, Cook. No, I don't have any bad feelings. Okay. Didn't work great. out. Then I got great news for you, Dalvin Cook. Will oh, it's not great news. Let's not get crazy. I'm not ah. going to bring in celebratory bagels. And that's the difference between you and I. I have news and celebrate them with bagels. You have news and you don't. Well, it's just not news that I need to celebrate. Well, well, maybe you should. I don't want to celebrate. RJ Niners go to the Super Bowl. Are we getting bagels. Are we getting something. What are we getting? We're going out all night. We're going to take everything you want, my friend. Right. Like, there's any chance in the world you're going to get him to go out at night. Oh. Well, how about you calling Grasa? All of the underground casino fun. parlors. You know what? Niners win the Super Bowl. I'll, I'll just come pick you guys all up. We'll see naked ladies. I think you would. Would we go out on an all-night bender if the Niners win the whole thing? We would do whatever you want. Let's go! We'll go. We'll go. Hey, bring out the old, uh, what do people have? The little black books? Well, but except for you, it's not like 
Uh, Be careful. Pro- it's not dating prospects. It's like all your old old addresses for like here's the, the here's fornication. The, here's the po- here's the poker game. I, I don't play poker. The, here's the blackjack game. Uh-huh. Here's a guy I owe twelve thousand dollars to, and we'll go catch them all. We'll talk to everybody. Really? Well, I need you to, to bring me into that life. I don't have contacts. So well, if, why, why when we go out to celebrate, does it have to be in, in like a debaucherous lifestyle? Why can't we go out and have nice pizza? D- no. No, it has to be debaucherous. It has to be? Yeah. You just said an all-nighter. We're just going to go around every pizza spot uh, you, like a you, you pizza know all-nighter? I, I could get pizza. I could go get some shots. Uh, no, we're not doing shots. shots. Where does it end up? RJ's point in the, is in the gutter. No, no. So you, where does it end up? He, he wants to make crack, doubling down in, in underground parlors. He I wants to make marijuana in the past. Uh, so for you, happiness like back in your day was naked you want, ladies you want, and gambling. You want to do oh, prescription yeah. drugs, RJ? How far do you want to push this? Maybe dug yes. crack. No, uh, no prescription drugs. No, no. We we want to stay, you know, within the, the moderate confines of the law. I feel and, like and gambling twelve thousand dollars underground parlors. That's that's within reason. Well, it's your money. So yeah. Oh, so it's my money. Yeah, that's right. Your team just won the Super Bowl. Why would I have to supply? Uh, the I money? need you to bankroll my habits. Then we stroll on in here. What time you want to get here? Five. You were here early today. Five forty-six. That's right. And do the show. And not. And this is the reason I don't show up early. I walk in. I'm ready to game plan for the show. Can you go away? We're working here. It was a creative process. Good story. Like something like that. Like what would we do? Like all nighter gambling. Come back. We just do the show. Right, right to the show. Of course. So a good story. Penguins. I don't. I wish I. I remember, the animal or the hockey team? No, the hockey team. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I forget if it was Vegas or if it was Atlantic City. I think it might have been Vegas. <laughs> the animal. They, uh, <laughs> Stupid flightless. I think bird. it was. I think it was. I want to say it was Vegas. The wobbler. I think it was Vegas. So Vegas sent the plane out for Yarger and the guys. The casino did. Right. So night, he was a big gambler, Yarger. Night before the game, they fly out, show up the next day, right to the locker room with paper bags full of money, all of them won. Really? Trainer of the team had to take all the game jerseys out of the trunk and <laughs> lock up. Log up all the cash. Wow. Because they had won that much money. Yeah, all of them. Big, big, giant bags of cash. That's nice. <laughs> right into pregame skate. Did they win? <laughs> like, Go out there, play like a million I, bucks. It, just the fact that they just walked right off a plane after That's, gambling all night, the day out, like into a pregame skate. I used with to cash. be able to do that. Oh. I used to be able to go to Atlantic City, gamble all night, show up right at work the next morning. It's amazing. Yeah. Not even, I couldn't do it anymore. Yeah, I think your work's probably a little bit different than having to play in an NHL hockey game and be good. Yeah, but I have like to all be, your best players just show up. I have to be focused, though. I have to be razor sharp okay. with my mind. Yeah. All right. I'm not. I'm not running laps. I'm not skating. No, I but I have, that, to, but I have still. to be. If I don't have stats and nuggets <laughs> right off the top of my head, I mean, you know what? Happened? This show goes right off the rails. Well, what, you didn't even know what Bogdanovich it was. Well, but that was. Don't forget, you were at Atlantic City all night. <laughs> I'm shocked that he didn't know that there were two of them. I I I kind remembered of. it. I did. I, I was like, wait, isn't there another Bogdanovich? And I was not. Sure, which one? And then RJ was on the phone, and all kind of hell broke loose. We figured it out it's Boyan, maybe. <laughs> Boyan, maybe. I mean, you want me to confirm that for you? What? You want me to confirm that's how it's pronounced for you? Our, you're RJ said it's Boyan. I believe RJ. He doesn't know. I yep. believe RJ. You're making it up, aren't you? Me? Yeah. I feel that's what it is. I could be wrong. <laughs> what do you mean? I feel that's what it is. How do you say his name? Well, I watched something that said Boyan. So, Boyan. But that can only go off what that person said. If it if it's wrong, then it's wrong. So you think it's you think it's a silent J? That's what I'm going with. We're, or the we're, J we're, pronounces a Y. I was watch, I, I watched an interview well. and that's what they said. So maybe, Bojan. Maybe it's a a two bit interview. So I, it could I trust be, Raven. But it could be Bojan. Maybe it's a lady from uh, Tampa that did the interview. She doesn't know. She's very good. <laughs> she doesn't know. She's very good. Indoor, outdoor. Imagine her surprise when she gets to Detroit if she's going to the game. Like they can't say. Can where, they send her now? Where is the stadium? No, I think RJ. You're, can they send her now? I think you Boy, Boyan. 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 Well, he said Boyan. It's boy. Close enough. Boyan. 
That's all we need. And it could be a Nick. That's all we need is he gets traded to the Nick. Nick and Dave's got to talk about him. Uh, You know what? They probably shouldn't go after him. (laughs) 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 Probably should avoid Bojan. What uh, is it? Thibodeau or Thibodeau? Uh, so, so much Boyan, confusion. What's the name of the, of the newest Nick? What happened? What's the name of the newest Nick? The new OG Ananomi. No, he's not the newest Nick. <laughs> Malachi. They came in the same trade. Ananomi. Yeah. An- uh, that was just a hiccup. That OG Ananomi. That was just a hiccup. <laughs> an enemy. <laughs> an enemy. Seeing an enemy. Seeing an enemy. Yeah. Um, how you doing, RJ? Doing all right. You ready for? No, you uh, hurt his feelings. You yeah. can't. You can't hear it in his voice. Listen, I I, I can take the truth. I need, oh. to, I need to be better. You just complained about John taking you in in the den of honesty, right? And you just completely. But well, it's my den. Yeah. Well, he wanted. He just want to make sure that we in your den. What John said in the den of honesty was not nice. No, he doesn't say nice things. No, right. you, you think I I stink and he thinks you stink. Why do you think I farted right in his meeting? You know you what? You treat me like that. I'm gonna have beans next time yeah. before we go you to one treat of those me meetings. Like that? that was really I, nasty. I, I wouldn't do it for the next meeting. I'd, fart I'd be, right in your office. Maybe maybe skip that one for the for the fart. Skip the meeting with no, the no. mustache with the mustache fellow. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was something else. This is it's unbelievable. We're very How about bu- yesterday? He shows up with that sweater. He goes, "I was going to wear something a little tighter than that." That was weird. It gets tighter than that. How about the fact that he is going through his closet at five o'clock in the morning, <laughs> thinking about what can I get away with that Rick won't give me a hard time? <laughs> he changed his wardrobe to avoid like, being do made you, fun do of. Do you understand the influence you have around here? <laughs> People are dressing in the middle of the night in the closet like the lights. It's dim, accountability. So the wife doesn't know what's happening. And his concern is, can I wear this? Because if I do, Rick I'm will what destroy the Cowboys me. need. You want, to, you want the, the prescription to fix the Cowboys? Me. Then I don't want you going to Send Dallas. Send me down there. Flatulence? No. <laughs> yeah. Accountability. He'll walk into the accountability. Hey, guys. Twice. It's like when uh, when Bates, Sean Bates, who I played with, used to walk into the Bruins locker room. Bates, Sean Bates. Sean Bates. But he would, he's got, like, if you ever saw him from the waist down, like his his button thighs, could, he couldn't buy jeans. They were just too they were too small, too tight, so he'd wear sweatpants. Huge lower half. <laughs> One point, Paul Coffey looks at him and goes, hey, kid, this ain't gym class. Go buy yourself some Wranglers. And just threw, mon- threw money at him. Really? Yeah. I saw, what was the story I saw the other day? Oh, I think it was uh, Randy Moss. I guess Edelman used to have to take Edelman, out yeah. the, uh, the receivers or uh, offense or something. And and for for food and Moss realized it was getting a lot of money for him and he wasn't a high pick didn't have a ton of money and used to give him money. That's a cool story. That's I awesome. like those stories. Yep. Thanks for listening to the DPHRO and Rothenberg podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from six to ten a.m. on ninety eight point seven ESPN in New York, the ESPN New York app, or on your smart speaker by asking it to play ninety eight point seven ESPN.